Business Services Studios. You're listening to KTXX FM and HD1 BK. KTAE AM Elgin. K270CO Round Rock. Guests on the horn appear courtesy of the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina is located on Highway 360, just south of West Bank Drive. And turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan. Live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going. Just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going. Leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising wind. We're going up around the bend. All right. Oh, man. It's another sunny day in Austin, Texas. Welcome. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning right here on 104.9 The Horn or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Now on iTunes as well. And now on iTunes as well. You just search the Outdoor Zone, and it's really on there. I looked. Wow. Yeah. You looked on iTunes? I have it where it automatically feeds onto my podcast every week after it gets uploaded. Really? That must be a real treat. Like, when you're not here, and I I do the show, me and Beefsteak, or... And I get to listen to you and guys, you get and to I listen play it and over like, and over and over. And I like listening to your sh- I, When I'm not here, yeah. I listen to you guys like, like ten late. times during the week. Cause I could I, learn so much from just listening to that guy. <laughs> so much fishing knowledge. I am TJ Graney. That is Cody Ryan Graney. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Graney. Yeah, so we uh, we got through the last couple weeks without you. You've been traveling on the road. I noticed uh, you forgot your razor the last couple weeks. <laughs> Right? I mean, obviously. No, I'm in this, I'm doing this whole Grizzly thing. Grizzly Adams thing. It's kind of this rugged guy thing. Or you're just prepping for your side job come December. (laughs) Oh, you kidding me. (laughs) See, you've already been practicing. I didn't even have to tell you. You already knew what it was. Dude, I try and make it wherever I can. I'm... We are just, I need some cash. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> I bet you that mall Santa Claus makes a good 20, 25 bucks an hour, don't you think? Yeah, pl- and I'm I'm putting out a tip jar. Well, and you're going to have like. Can you tip Santa at the mall? No, but you do you have. You're like, here's an extra 20, but make sure he gets that uh, wagon. <laughs> <laughs> but you haven't, your beard white. You haven't. You you'd be. You look like yeah. the real. I mean, you'd be like the real Santa you'd be Claus. Like, you, you, you. Come on, man. I'm just rolling with it. No, nah, it's good. It's good look. It's it, it's a Grizzly Adams kind of thing. It's like I'm going to live in the mountains part time. Yeah. And you know you got to kind of blend in. So right now, it is 7:04 a.m. on a beautiful Sunday morning. Yeah. 78 degrees right now. Yeah, going to break uh, 100 today. 
Yep. Uh, around, you know what? It's going to be hottest around between 3 and 5. Yep. Could be up around 105. Uh, so it starts cracking the 90s around 10 or 11. Yeah. So that's when it starts getting warm. But I was, I have different places pegged on my phone. You can have different spots. Uh, yeah, you know, locations. You, locations. So I have Brian, Texas on here at, at the ranch headquarters. About the same temperatures. A couple a couple temps off. Pagosa Springs, Colorado. See, you one of my favorite on places in the world. Still 90 degrees. 61. <laughs> 61. <laughs> What's the high today? Their high today is going to be 90. Yeah. Which is hot. Yeah, that's real hot. Okay. Here's your here's one of your places, Port Elizabeth. Yeah. Africa. Right. It's eighty one right now. Holy smokes. But that's the hottest part of the day right now. It is. <laughs> They're opposite. That's their high. <laughs> yeah. So it's but it's in the fifties, sixties. Oh yeah. For the Winter. most part. Winter. Yeah, it's beautiful. Fraser. Uh Fraser. Yeah, where's that? Is that Fraser, Colorado? I don't know where. Is what what are the letters? Well, after? Let's move. Let's move over to Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> let's skip Frazier. <laughs> Lincoln, Nebraska, at sixty eight right now. Yeah. See, so anyway, we're not far off. We're in the seventies. Yeah. It's uh no. It's, it's just we're no we're no Pagosa Springs by golly. And no, and it's going to get up to to above a hundred again. So we we'll, we're going to get it again Monday, but then we get a little breaking it, it i drops. heard there's like a northern came down from it was it didn't come this way but no, up on the east coast somewhere there's a northern that well we're gonna we're around. gonna get a little something a little break on it on tuesday tuesday we don't break a hundred so that'll be nice well and there it looks like there's some cloudy stuff coming in uh rain next week sometime but we the, could use some rain you can't you can't calculate anything on next week but anyway, yeah. Still? So I've been I've been in uh, Missouri, yeah, uh, Oklahoma, Louisiana. Yeah, you've been doing some traveling the last few weeks. Crazy, crazy stuff. But what's the beautiful thing about it is we're starting hunting and fishing groups all over the country, and I'm starting to get these emails and text and stuff from guys that are taking these kids for their first hunting and fishing outing or right different things like that and uh it's just cool game just, changer man it's it, cool it, it is just great kids outdoor zone if you don't know what uh, tj's talking about again kids outdoor zone uh youth hunting and fishing ministry uh taught by men and churches to boys in their community and it's uh we're starting a new chapter at my church today. Absolutely. Today is a launch date for Kids Outdoor Zone at Vertical Church yeah, yeah. in Butte, It's not me. I did nothing with it. Beefsteak, <laughs> actually, is going to be... Beefsteak is the man. Is going to be running that chapter there out of Vertical Chapel. And uh, and there's another there's another one in South Austin. Some guys have in South Austin, and yeah. So it's it's uh yeah. Anyway, cool stuff. Super excited. And that's what you've been doing the last couple weeks. Well, and yesterday I was doing what I loved to do. Yesterday was I got up mow the yard. No. Oh no. Um, we're we're not going to talk about having to tear the roof off the well house to get in get that ready to replace the well because it went out but uh i draw i took your sister and i went to bastrop we we're looking at land yesterday oh that's right man looked at a 50 acre piece with two ponds on it um yeah it just didn't just didn't ring my you know i'm waiting for that and then <laughs> there was one that was 10 acres in bastrop that backs up to the Boy Scout Park, the Boy Scout Camp on Lake, on Lake Bastrop. Yeah. Well, and you know my feelings about Lake Bastrop. I just... You love it. I don't know how I can get a piece of property that gets right up to it, because I don't think that's... I don't think there is such a property, unless I buy the Boy Scout Camp. Right. Um, But there was a piece that backed up to the Boy Scout Camp. Yeah. And I went over there, and I was with the realtor, and she's going to show me it, and uh, it was like 7 o'clock in the morning. We had to be there at 
super early because she had some other stuff to do and uh, she couldn't find it. What? Couldn't find that piece of property. We drove up and down the road. She goes, I can't figure this out. I'm like, All right. Well, I guess God's saying, don't look at this one right now. Well, she didn't want to sell that one very bad. Well, she wasn't prepared, I don't guess. I mean, she's been a local realtor in that area forever, so it just it was just marked weird or something. But anyway, I really liked that 10 acres that backed up to the to the Boy Scout Park because, man, there's hogs and there's Except for the deer. fact that you can't find it. Well, yeah, that's, that's the invisible. irrelevant at this part. <laughs> I actually made an offer. <laughs> <laughs> Any land in that area, please. Just uh, go ahead and do not take a, take real estate advice from TJ Cranny. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, I was really I was trying to figure out that you know there's you want to try and find a, something that's just unique or special in that way and. I just I'll tell did, you what's unique. I've got some oceanfront property <laughs> I got a, in Arizona that you might want to buy into. <laughs> you oh ever God. up in that area? <laughs> Actually, Trout fishing and redfish are fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, we'll talk some today about uh, some of the heat stuff. Later on in the show, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the things that we do to uh, yeah protect ourselves in the heat and the things like. That, Some that things that I happened. Yeah, I remembered uh, one specific thing and asked my wife to uh, purchase the one certain thing that I used to do in the past that I just remembered oh. with the heat stuff. So uh, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But uh, lots of fishing stuff going on. Uh, Lake you Travis. Wouldn't, you wouldn't. You wouldn't think that. Nah. Right now, Fisher, Fisher but like Biden Bastrop, are, I don't know if they're schooling yet on on Travis, but on Bastrop in the mornings they're schooling. Well, not even in the mornings necessarily. Usually they don't start schooling till midday. Really heavy around ten, eleven o'clock. They don't even start, and uh, they'll go through about lunchtime till till you're about miserable till it's about hot enough that you can't hardly stand it. And uh, so Bastrop, yeah, I'm sure they're schooling now. They'll school through August. They'll school on through the hottest part of the summer, of course. Well, and we need to talk about that, too, because just because they're schooling doesn't mean you're going to catch them. Oh, gosh, no. And no. Uh, so, actually, I don't even chase the schoolies very often. They're they're very hard to catch. It's frustrating as and can very be. Frustrating. And the coast, uh, on the coast, they're catching a lot of fish on the coast. Uh it's just that time of year. The fishing's good. Buy a boat. Go fishing. <laughs> By the way, I have a boat listed. Uh, uh. You can find it at Bass Boats for sale. We'll talk more about that on the flip side. Hey, it's the Outdoor Zone live at the bunkhouse. Stick around. We've got uh, we've got some reports. I've got some information. I got a little thing that's driving me nuts. I got to talk about on the flip side. Shocking. A hemorrhoid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's you just made it weird. It's the outdoor zone. <laughs> corn on your toe. You get it one place right here every Sunday morning from seven to nine, one zero four nine the horn and twenty four seven three sixty five at theoutdoorzone.com. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney. That's Cody Ryan. Salt Dog is the one who gets here ahead of schedule, ahead of us. He's the ranch hand that makes sure the Gate gets open and the old pot belly stove gets sparked up. And even on these hot days, there's just something about that having that old pot belly stove going. That uh, yeah, heat I put up 30, the coffee. 30 pounds of ice in it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> on the Outdoor Zone radio show, we don't give in to that anti gun crowd, the PETA terrorist, or the Taliban. It's just how we roll here in the bunkhouse. Ride the trail with us all week. Online at theoutdoorzone.com. McBride's Guns. That's where we go to get our guns. Had uh, Mr. McBride evaluate a bunch of firearms recently from an estate. 
and he looked them over and gave the value of them and ones that were worthy of something and being able to use in the future and what what we could expect to sell them for it was exactly what we needed and he can help you with those estate firearms or just take that firearm in if you're if it's just not exactly the right one, trade it in for the one that you really do want. McBride's Guns, you'll find them in the same place they've been for years, corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. Got a little uh, <clears throat> beef. Jiggy with it. A little beef for in the, in the fishing world. So, Facebook... Obviously, uh, you know, my Facebook kind of leads towards fishing stuff, typically, right? And uh, a lot of times I'll get added (laughs) to different fishing groups. People add you, I guess. They can add you to fishing, to groups on Facebook. Yeah, I don't know all about that. Mine's completely open, so maybe that's why I shouldn't have it that way. But anyway, I get added to a fishing group. Right, and I, it's a pretty good little fishing group. I I keep an eye on it or watch it or whatever. I maybe don't contribute, but I, you know, watch it, kind of see what's going on, kind of get the pulse of what's going on in our community. Yesterday, uh, something kind of caught my attention, one of the posts on there, and it really bugged me. It really irritated me. I guess it was one of the administrators or something posted on there, bow fishing is not tolerated. Legal in Texas or not. Remove yourself if this group is not for you. If you don't want to abide by the rules, you can leave or be removed. So why that bother me? Obviously, it's I've said it before in the hunting world, right? We as bow hunters, as rifle hunters, whether you're free range or whether you hunt over a feeder, the problem that we have is that we're so segregated in our own outdoor world that we can't get any traction on the opposition right and and we're gonna start losing it if we don't have a strong presence and a backing together so basically it's just continuation what why it bothered me is it's just continuation of segregation uh, of breaking our groups apart you know well if you are a bow fisherman you know i don't care if it is legal or not you're not going to be a part of this fishing group, you know, and it just bugged me. It just further irritated me in the in the fact Dumb. that they don't you don't get it right. You don't get the big picture. You want a voice. You want a unified voice in the outdoor community. You want it in fishing. It doesn't matter if you believe in bow fishing or you like bow fishing. Guess what? I don't like fly fishing for for perch. That's boring to me. I don't make I'm not going to. You know, tell you you can't be a part of my group or I can't talk to you. So, you know, there's and I I totally understand what you're saying. So I wrote an article recently and I was kind of upset with the some of the parts and pieces to what I was writing about, about the group that I was writing about outdoor mm -hmm, group. mm -hmm. And but, man, I worked on that article and I put it away. Yeah. And I worked on it, and I put it away, and I backed out of that. <laughs> I backed out of a lot of it. I still had my point to make. Right. And that guy can still have his point to make, you know, if he has a point. Right. You know, like, hey, you know, when guys are coming ahead of us in the spring and uh, they mistake a bass for or, – or whatever their – whatever his reasoning for not liking. But I, but I was with uh, some guys in Missouri this past week. Mm-hmm. And they were showing me uh, when they go bow fishing in the mornings, mm-hmm. and we're talking about some premier fishing holes in oh, Missouri. Yeah. Oh gosh, yes. And they uh, and that and they had their little John boat full of carp. Absolutely, and two boats. Yeah, I mean a hundred of them in the morning. Yeah. I mean they're just sticking them till they're tired of sticking them. Yeah, and then they're giving them, donating them up to some families that meet them at the boat ramp take every one of them yeah well and see i think that was uh, they had comments about the carnage shots you know stuff like that i'm going 
I don't I don't oh, get it. God, don't be a snowflake here. Come on, <laughs> yeah. you, we're we're killing the fish, <laughs> right? You know, you we either... kill the deer, we kill the fish, right? So I, you know, I just thought it was, uh, it just got under my skin. It just further. Did you comment? No, no, I don't. Good for do you. I, I can't. I can't. Of legal binding contracts and <laughs> prohibit me. So I go on radio and talk about it. Uh, so it, my contract doesn't say anything about the radio show. Um, but it, it just bothered me that the further segregation. I want, you know, if there's anybody listening that uh, doesn't like a certain aspect of the outdoors, you don't have to. Nobody's asking you to. I'm not asking you to like bow fishing. Look, I, I've never... I've never stuck a boat full of cart before. Would I do it? Yeah, I'd do it. Am I, like, dying to do it? You know, am I, no pun intended, am I, uh, <laughs> you know, like, super excited to, to go out and do it? Is it something I'm losing sleep over because I haven't gone out and done it a ton or whatever? You know, No, not really. But I would do it, you know. you got to be able to say you've done it to be a part of it so i like anyway i like that anyway it was uh it, it just got so under I my think, skin something i was thinking about i think it is important for us to make sure that we that we think about that you because, gotta unify because the at some point i've been in the industry for a long time outdoor industry for a long time i know the manufacturers i know the trends yeah i know you know the license trends what's going up what's going down and and I'm telling you right now, it is it is true. I just came back from a meeting from all the parks and wildlife departments, all the manufacturers, everybody in one room. And the consensus is that if we are not unified and we don't raise up the next generation, we don't bring millennials in and the the next group of folks in, that we got ten years. And then we're not going to be able to say, hey, fishing, bow fishing, bass fishing, you know, we're not going to have a voice. Yeah. And and the jet skiers and the and the uh, tree huggers or whatever, I, I'm, I don't say jet skiers, but I, I, I mean, I'm just <laughs> thinking antis. about the antis are going to be able to say, well, we don't want fishing Thursday through Tuesday. Yeah. Just Wednesdays. Yeah. And maybe, you know, yeah, whatever. It, it, it's going to be true, and you're not going to have a voice. You're not going to have a voice. Think you've heard crazy things before in different states. Yeah, go to laws. California. Look at some of the wacky stuff. <laughs> yeah. There's recently they're 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 backing out. It they're they're in trouble. Like some of the stuff that we're going to talk about during the uh, armed citizen report that's going on in California. You know that it it's unconstitutional. It is not, and but you're not going to have a voice. You you can just sit back on the sidelines and just you know enjoy whatever your deer lease is for now. But anyway, just know there are some to there are some regulations we'll talk about going through the uh, government, the House, and the Senate right now. I want to change gears though. Major League Fishing. Uh, has been going on. I know you saw it yesterday on CBS in the afternoon. It is killer. Mainstream, yeah, mainstream so TV uh, again on this morning. Um, an interesting, interesting uh, deal with Major League Fishing. It's not your normal uh, five fish tournament every day. The, the style of tournaments that most of us fish. Um, there's no real way f- uh, qualifying way for a guy like you or I to fish major league fishing yet, but, um, but still a cool, it's cool that bass fishing has made it to mainstream. You know, I I was telling my wife as she was yelling at me to help unload the car yesterday afternoon. I'm through the first of many baby showers. Yes. She had her first baby shower yesterday and she, she was like, I need some help carrying this stuff in. And I'm going, I don't watch football games baseball games basketball games i don't right, watch 105 outside i don't I'm watch seven months pregnant any, will you please help me unload this car nothing's gonna those <laughs> diapers aren't gonna melt for for 10 more minutes <laughs> i don't watch any sports on tv i'm not that guy that 
spends a whole day eating nachos and drinking paps in front of the in front of the big screen on Sunday. Paps blue ribbon. <laughs> do they even have that here? <laughs> I'm sure they do. Yeah, it's probably hip. Uh, it, I'm not going to watch that and spend my Sunday like that. I don't do that, right? Not not against anybody that does. It's just not my thing. But now I got a thing. Now I got bass fishing on mainstream TV. Give me this one hour, please, dear well, Lord. Well, but she she <laughs> sees you. You watch every bass fishing video on your oh, yeah. iPad, on your computer. But this was mainstream TV. <laughs> I had the regular remote, <laughs> you know? So anyway, it's just neat to see it on uh, the big screen. I love that. Still losing a, locally, still losing a foot of water a week. Uh, my pond. Lake I, Travis. Yeah, an inch a day in my pond. An inch a day. An inch a day in the pond. Wow. Yeah. Lake Travis. Still releasing, generating uh, through Lake Travis, and uh, we'll lose a that's foot to two you, feet a week. That's why you got to go to LBJ or Bass Drop or something where it's consistent. Yeah. But I guess everybody's saying that same thing and going there, so. Yeah. So what, it's is the fishing are, are they catching fish on LBJ? Do you even know? Uh, LBJ's been good. I mean, it's just the typical summer patterns. You still got to find them, but once you find them, they're grouped up. You can catch a lot of fish. So, lots of fun. Ha- got <sighs> got a that. got a few more fishing topics we'll uh, sprinkle out throughout the show. News of the weird. Plus your news of the weird. Coming up next, it's the Outdoor Zone live at a bunkhouse. You get it only one place right here every Sunday morning from seven to nine a.m. It's the Outdoor Zone on 104.9 Horn and 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Forestdale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12.50 50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind. I got my baby up in my dear blind. Country music on the radio. You ready? Salt dog. Salt dog, you got. You know you got a good ranch hand when they got coffee made. I mean, for years we've just had the old the old ranch hand to roll in, catch the gate, pour some water over the old grinds from last week. He said he got up. new coffee grinds he put in there. I'm telling you. Man, that's fancy. Uh, I, I'm going to put in to, uh, to get his pay raised. I'll tell you what else is fancy is Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service, family owned and operated. Uh, I took a truck there last week. I was telling you guys, I took a truck in there, needed to get an inspection done. They got it in, got it out, inspection done, registration in the mail. I mean, they can do that. They can fix an oil leak. I've got a little, I've got another little truck. You know, I own a small construction uh, landscape business. And so I get a few trucks that run in and out of Sun Auto Service. I got one now that's got a little light issue going on. I got to take it in there see if they can figure that out. They will because they, they're ASE certified technicians. They had I had it on the on the old F one fifty Dixie, the old pickup truck. Yeah, uh, had an AC problem. I could not figure it out, and nobody else could. Took it in there and they fixed it, and it has not been a problem since. I love that. You get a twenty five year old, you know, one hundred and fifty, two hundred. 250,000-mile pickup. Yeah. AC is cold like ice, baby. Yeah. Maybe they can come to my house and fix that AC. <laughs> Get it cold like ice. Hey, 405 West Slaughter Lane, sunautoservice.com to uh, get the specials. They have them all listed there. 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown. Their newest location, 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Go see our friends, sunautoservice.com. All right, now it's time for... Your outdoor news of the weird. Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. 
All right. A German city is looking for a way to get rid of a giant catfish that is believed to have developed a taste for ducklings <laughs> after eating all of its own fellow fish in the municipal pond. Roughly, The roughly 4.9-foot fish has been making waves in Offenbach near Frankfurt. News agency DPA reported that the city government said Monday that it has found a professional angler to catch the fish. Oh, my gosh. First seen about a year ago, but a formal contract has yet to be signed. The city plans to have its unwelcome guests caught alive and taken to a private pond somewhere, but officials will first have to be satisfied that it can't escape into the flowing water and that its new home is suitable for catfish. Okay. Dude, I need in on this. So who do I call? So I think they're doing this wrong. I'm flying to Frankfurt. I think I'm a professional this. angler. Let me sign the contract. <laughs> How much you pay me? Three billion francs. <laughs> well, that's only seventy one dollars. <laughs> that's all right. Plus my expenses. <laughs> I uh I think they're doing it all wrong. So what they ought to do is they ought to catch it. Yeah. But they ought to have a huge fish fry. Have yeah. the whole community come Absolutely. out. Have some wonderful fried catfish yes. strips. And Celebrate the death. Come on. Of the, yeah. No, and I, it would be it, like it would be like one of those it would be draw the community together. Like one of those uh you know how people are now cooking those um turkeys with the duck inside of it and with the dove inside or the quail inside of it yeah you know kerducken or turducken or something like that right you know what i'm talking about yeah it'd be the same thing except for it'd be like catfish with the ducks inside of it (laughs) and you could put a quail inside the ducks but it's already done and it's got fish inside that that. cat ducking no cat bird cat bird cat dog bird cat dog next topic <laughs> hey salt dog you're going down to the coast or where are you going fishing uh yes sir i am i'm going down to matagorda texas uh if a lot of y'all out there don't know where that is about an hour southeast of houston uh looking forward to it got some family down there right now we've got all the boats down there fishing. your dad down there yes sir he is uh he's waiting on you good. to get down there so he can go out yeah they've been down there for the last two days and they're tearing them up so oh man yeah i'm excited to get down there they've limited out on both reds and uh speckled trout last time they went out so are I'm they throwing at, live shrimp they're showing uh live shrimp a little bit of mullet and then they've been killing them on soft plastics like bass assassins and jerk bait stuff like that so uh i'm looking forward to getting <laughs> down there eating some good food and putting a boat in the water so. man when are you leaving today i am uh after uh after my last show today i'm finishing up packing a bag and jetting on down there so. uh yeah i can't wait i already got a sunburn and prepared for it so <laughs> looking forward to it you know, I, I I love that. And one of the things that I was thinking about um, when I was uh, just kind of thinking about certain topics and kind of what goes on during the summer is there's nothing like planning a couple of days on the coast or at the park, you know, Huntsville State Park or uh, Lake Travis. Even I know it's super hot out there and it is not the time of year that I normally would pick to go camping or do something like that. Right. But you can do a day or two and especially if you make plans in advance and you get one of the a little cabin or you get a little rental house or something like that. Um and you probably spend a little bit more money cuz it's that time of year. Airbnb. Yeah. Is incredibly cool when it comes to finding little tucked away places you're liking that now i do because i mean you find stuff that i I mean hotel rooms on the coast in florida were 250 bucks a night right right and i found an airbnb for and we stayed there almost a week for like 500 yeah bucks yeah so i yeah i'm sold on the whole airbnb thing but um Anyway, just super encouraged you, man. It's we still got a good month left of summer and kids. So once out of you school. go outside, the trick is once you get outside and you're doing something, it really ain't that bad. It's really not that bad. Now, you you still got to be really careful. Make sure you stay hydrated. I mean, something we were going to talk about staying hydrated. Uh, one of the things that I asked my wife to get that I remember 
years ago when I was working on a ranch uh, during the summers, it'd be super hot, but you're still on the ranch and you still got stuff to do around the ranch. You can't just stop ranch work. Ranch work doesn't just stop. Now, you don't move super fast in ranch work, right? <laughs> you know, you don't, you're not running from place to place to do the work, but uh, we call that ranch time. Yeah. Sun up to sundown is a long day, so if you run 90 to nothing, 90 miles an hour, you're going to burn out pretty quick. Well, So the thing that I used to do that I, I just remembered was um, around lunchtime is I would take electrolyte tablets. I would take a, an electrolyte tablet and, you know, still drink plenty of water, but it sends more than drinking like a Gatorade or something. See, I don't, Gatorades lately, uh, or those kinds of drinks lately, I still need water afterwards. They almost, I know they replenish you, you know, some of your electrolytes and do all that kind of stuff, but then I still feel thirsty afterwards. I don't like that feeling. You know, I can drink three bottles of water and still feel thirsty if you're really hot. You know, when, 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 uh, used to be back in the day, they'd give us salt tablets. Yeah. Yeah. Gym class or whatever. They'd give you salt tablets. Yeah. And, but it's same for me when we do these mountain climbs, when we're hiking these, uh, mountains and we're just beat up from hiking and you're just dehydrated and you're just, I mean, dying on the, and I, it's 60, 70 degrees, but you're still, you know, I mean, it's just kicking your tail. Yeah. The one thing that, that just will absolutely turn your body around is you stop and you drink water and you just oh, drink yeah. water. It is like nothing else. But I want, we're going to talk a little bit more specifics in how to deal with the heat. Um, so you can still go outside. You just don't, one of the things that kids just don't, know today like they used to know is you just find shade tree you just find a garden hose somewhere (laughs) i mean that's what we used to look for right we didn't try and figure out how to get back inside well during the summers you know i hear people say it all the time about uh that their kids you know it's oh it's hot they need to come inside and cool down well during the summer, you wouldn't let me come inside. <laughs> I mean, you would say, "Go outside." No, I'm a done. Fir- I'm You're a done inside. Bo- Go outside. You're done inside. Go outside. Figure it out. Turning the AC off. <laughs> Figure Saving it this out. Saving energy. See you in eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean that, and that was it's reality. True. It's true. Hey, uh, so here's a something else, and and you guys may have covered some of this. Did you cover the? Uh, the accidents on the lakes in over the last yeah we did we did uh, cover there was the accidents over the fourth and uh, all right. the drunk driving yeah from Parks and Wildlife sent out a report we went over that last week and it's just man it's just uh, it's super it's super super important now <laughs> you you may be thinking well yeah we don't we don't have alcohol on the boat or when when the kids are out swimming and stuff if we go down to the lake. And we're doing that kind of stuff. We're not, we're not drinking and hanging out, or we're not getting crazy. Too. But that—that that is my point. Is yeah. uh, so often the accidents are the other guy, right? Who's not paying attention? The the you know the other guy who uh, looked away. Yeah, it's y'all were in. Speaking of boating accidents, y'all were in Missouri. So the last day, week. the day we were in Missouri. Uh, that night and the next day was when the storm rolled in and it was one of the duck tours. Yeah. Like we have here. Yeah. That, um, and the, and the deal was they, they, um, they had to make that decision and they were, they were there right there on the water's edge and they had to make a decision. Do we go and do the tour and get it over with? And the driver made the decision to go in and do the tour yeah, and uh, and it was sixty tragic. mile an hour winds. I heard seventeen people killed. Yeah, uh, you know, and they they have life jackets and everything. It's, yeah, but again, well, I've heard again, different stories. Maybe they get trapped if they put a life jacket on. Or... You have got to be paying attention. You cannot 
not be paying attention. You've got to be the one paying I, attention. I doubt we'll see duck tours anywhere in America after they get their next uh, insurance bill. I bet duck boat tour insurance goes through the roof after this deal. Well, you know That's what? My... The ones here in Austin, the ones locally, yeah, I know people who go on them and they just think they're awesome. They're oh, I've fun. heard that time and time again. Yeah. Uh, and Branson is a beautiful... My first visit this last week to yeah. Branson. Okay. It was absolutely... I'd say go to Branson. i tell anybody go to Branson. I've spent, spent lots of time in Branson. We'll talk about that a little bit more on the flip side. Plus your game morning field notes. Yes. It's the Outdoor Zone. You get it every week right here from 7 to 9 a.m. on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I stood up and with all my might and sang to the Lord, let praises be to the It's time for dinner now, let's go. Let's go. We got some American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? No, I was just saying how they la- how you guys land fish where you, they're... You cradle them they, under you, their stomach. Or they grab them, they just about hold them up against them. Yeah. Well, in Bassmaster and like Major League Fishing, you're not allowed to use a net. So, but it used to be you just reach down and lip them, and then right, it small was small mouth. But now small. it's swing them up onto the boat. Yeah. Anyway, well, <laughs> I'm just thinking it, it's kind of a you know a different. There's no exact science. So it's just get them on the boat. Get them in the boat. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yes, we're just uh, an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home on Sunday mornings. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dove blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie, Outdoor Zone radio show broadcast from the bunkhouse. Right here, 1049 or 247365 at com. Brought to you by Archery Country. It's that time of year. My buddy, Rob, in Houston, I've been hounding him for a couple weeks because he drew an elk tag and said, you better start shooting, shooting your bow. You better start shooting. I call him this week. He said, I started shooting. I'm back. So you better start shooting your daggum bow. It's that time of year. And And they have all... The bow fishing. Yes, if if you're into bow fishing and not totally opposed to it, uh, if you're not part of a Facebook group that despises bow fishermen, <laughs> you should go see our friends at Archery Country, eighty one twenty one Research Boulevard. Listen, if you're not even if you're not even a hunter or even like the idea of bow fishing, but you think maybe shooting a bow might be fun, you can go to see our friends at Austin Archery Country. They'll set you up. You can shoot in their indoor range right there. They'll show you how to do it. They'll walk you through every step of it, and you're not obligated to buy a darn thing. All you got to do is go try it out. If you just want to try it out, go see our friends at Austin Archery Country. 8121 Research Boulevard. You can give them a call if you need to. 512-452-1222. They're open Tuesdays through Saturdays, 1030 to 7. Go see our friends at austinarcherycountry.com. All right, now it's time for your Game Morden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. It looked like a good fishing hole. A Harris County game warden was checking for saltwater fishing violations from the shoreline when he observed observed two men fishing underneath the Texas Highway 146 bridge in an area clearly marked with no trespassing signs. Upon contact, the warden could smell the odor of marijuana. Stuff's legal, bro. (laughs) The subjects... I got a card. ...were asked for fishing license, neither possessed one, as they pulled things out of their pockets 
searching the Snickers bar and candies fell on the floor. (laughs) When asked if they had any weapons or illegal narcotics on them, one of the subjects hesitated and glanced down at his front waistline. (laughs) Oh. Suspecting a weapon, the warden placed the individual in handcuffs for safety and conducted a pat-down search, which revealed a semi-automatic pistol with the serial numbers scratched out. The warden also discovered a small amount of marijuana. Upon further investigation, the warden discovered that one of the men possessed a fake resident card as well as a fake Social Security card. U.S. Customs and Border Protection was contacted to confirm the status of the individuals. One subject was arrested for unlawful carrying of a weapon. Felony charges are pending with customs as well as deportation pending trial. So let me get this straight. Bam! There's people wow. in this country that want to legalize marijuana. Marijuana. The same people are getting arrested under bridges for illegally fishing, identifying themselves, uh, trespassing, carrying uh, illegal firearms. Oh, that's those are the people that want to... Never mind. I won't go there. It's a whole <laughs> different argument. No, I... So... Your game wardens don't just uh, deal with game wardens are the guys that hunting it, and fishing. at any moment they're walking up on people with loaded firearms potentially yeah anyway they're studs I I just think man if if I could be if I could be there's two two different jobs in law enforcement that I would want yeah that I and I'd be really good at it I'd either be a Texas Ranger yeah. You'd be good at that. I'd be a good Texas Ranger. Yeah, because you don't have to do much anymore, but ride around and look cool. I, no, you just have to. I have to just have to think really hard. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> Who did that? And then a game, a game warden. Um, but I wouldn't want to be a newbie in the game. I wouldn't want to be a game warden. Yeah, the, like the new guy, because then you'd get like. Uh, well, you sound like a millennial. Lamarck, Texas or something. And you sound like a millennial. So you you should apply for like Texas Game Warden Chief position like tomorrow, even though you've never been Run a Game Warden. Run the whole warden. department. But then I'd be stuck in the office doing paperwork. I don't want to do that. I want to be in the field. Oh, so you I want to be chase, like a lead. I want to chase guys down, a lead slam them guy. into the concrete and say, give me those fishing license. <laughs> Show me your license. <laughs> that, what, what lure is that? <laughs> you got too many hooks on there. <laughs> Urge Media Inc. Uh, is, you know, there's jobs in the outdoor industry. Yeah. And uh, Urge, U-R-G-E Media. Uh-huh. Uh, is currently looking for a digital content manager. This role will report directly to the president of the company and based in their Eagle, Colorado office. So, I, dude, like I could get that job and like post stuff on Facebook and Snapchat and yeah, Instagram. Never even have to go outside. No, dude, I do it from the mountain. <laughs> There's no Wi-Fi on the mountain, bro. I would have to come up with a solution for that, but <laughs> no Wi-Fi on the. I mountain. want to be a social influencer. Oh my gosh! Anyway, your brother, your brother. Yeah, I probably shouldn't say it out loud, but he got a job offer. Yeah, as a social influencer this week. Oh, He's good. Looking at stepping into that role. Good. With the company, and I'm sure we'll talk about that company and those products and stuff because they really do fit with. Well, with not the if they don't pay the other granny, <laughs> granny boys. The rest of the family. They better write a check to the rest of the grannies. <clears throat> Main warden plays critical role locating missing boys. Did you guys talk about this? No. Uh-uh. On Wednesday, uh, several local game wardens uh, responded to the lower end of Matawa Makagi Lake. This is out cert- of Maine. Out of Maine, right? Out of Maine. Yeah. Uh, what a pot of ping. Uh, to search for two young boys who had wandered away from their family's camp. Because the search area included large tracts of woods, Maine Warden Service aircraft were also sent in to aid in the search. At the time the Maine Warden Service was alerted, the eight-year-old and the four-year-old boys had been missing over an hour, and family and friends had been searching for them. Gay Warden pilot Gary Dung Dumond reached the area and immediately began a methodical search pattern with an aircraft looking for the boys along the waterways, woods, roads, and trails. After approximately an hour and 20 minutes of searching, game warden pilot Dumond spotted the boys from the air 
and directed game wardens on the ground to the boys' location. The boys were quick, quickly lo- located and returned safely to their family. So uh, now it's that's an interesting, um, interesting. But now they've uh, been gone an hour. They've been gone an hour, and they started looking for them. I don't think you ever came looking for me at eight years old until an it hour. was like dark. Yeah, until it was like <laughs> a week an later. hour after dark. <laughs> it's I, like you he's know, been gone uh, for eleven hours now. Yeah, we should I, probably find him. See if he wants lunch. I remember distinctly one time, you wandered out of the apartment. You were little, and you wandered out of the apartment. Oh, we used to, yeah, you used to live in. Our and apartment. I ran around, and I could not find you, and I freaked out. I figured somebody had snatched you, and and I didn't get paid, so I was just <laughs> running like crazy trying to. <laughs> Uh, no. So now the big thing is drones. Yeah. Instead of pilots and planes, they're using drones. Yeah. And I, and it would not, it would not surprise me if at some point, because drones are getting so valuable, uh, I mean, the cost of them and, but the quality is there that they don't teach I mean, a game warden's got you got your shotgun, you got your AR, and you got your drone. Yeah, inside the trunk I'm of your sure, vehicle. I'm sure some of them have it, right? I, I, I don't know. I don't know, but it seems like it would be one of those items that, in the not too distant future, because you could immediately be up, you could immediately go and and take high Searching. resolution images. You could be looking and video. All that kind of stuff. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it'll play a factor, I'm sure. Duck hunting, you know, you can get across the shallow, swampy waters, checking on duck hunters. Yeah, what if you're sitting in the duck blind, at the duck blind, and, and you're hunting, and all of a sudden you hear this, yeah. and it comes right down in front of you. With a little clip and a note that says, clip hunting license here. <laughs> Yo, it just has a little camera on there, and you can hear the game run and go, uh, yes, please provide us your hunting license plate. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to just show it, and he just licks it, and then he goes, and it goes away. I would go, snow goose, shoot, <laughs> shoot. Well, that's what that's what's actually happening yes. around some places now. Well, it's the Outdoor Zone. We're live in the bunkhouse, as we are every Sunday morning, 7 to 9. Uh, I'm TJ Graney. That's Cody Ryan. And Salt Dog is the ranch hand making sure everything's working behind the scenes. Uh, Beefsteak is off today. He's at Vertical Church in Butikyle. He's going to be Vertical launching. Vertical Chapel. Vertical Chapel in Butikyle launching a new Kids Outdoor Zone group. We'll tell you more about that and oh so much more on the flip side. Uh, stick around. Go fill up your coffee cup. We'll meet you back here in five.